0: The best gifts are not material, but spiritual, not temporal, but eternal, and not earthly, but heavenly. In the book of Ephesians, we discover a rich list of what God has given to his children. Let's join Scott Pauley now, as we open this portion of scripture and take inventory of all spiritual blessings that are ours in Christ.
1: In all of Paul's letters, he always has a few opening remarks, under inspiration of the Holy Spirit, of course, but he lays a groundwork, a foundation for everything he's going to write. And he does so in the book of Ephesians in the first three verses. I want to read them with you again, and then I want to show you a beautiful thought as we begin our study of these spiritual blessings. Ephesians 1 verse 1 says, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God, to the saints which are at Ephesus, and to the faithful in Christ Jesus. Grace be to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. Now, we're going to go on to study more in depth these spiritual blessings because really they're, they're found throughout the entire book of Ephesians. But I want to just limit my remarks today, if I may, to the opening three verses. Did you notice that in verse three, the word blessed is found twice? And it's used in two different ways. First, he says, blessed be God. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. And then he says, who hath blessed us. So there is a blessing that comes to us And then there's a blessing that's supposed to go to God alone. In other words, there there are directional blessings here. There is a blessing that God pours out on us, and then there is a blessing that we are to give back to Him. You know, I think sometimes we get so taken with getting blessings that we forget we're to bless the Lord. Have you blessed the Lord recently? How about today? When was the last time you said, blessed be God? When was the last time you said with the psalmist, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name? You say, well, I don't have much to bless the Lord for today. I'm having a hard day. Wait a minute. We're talking about all the spiritual blessings. You may be having a hard day with lots of physical things or emotional or financial or circumstantial or relational. But, friend, if you're a Christian, nothing changes your spiritual blessings. No, no, that that standing is sure. Your relationship is secure. That's why the psalmist says, let's bless the Lord and forget not all his benefits. Could I remind us today, the great benefits are the spiritual benefits. The great blessings are the spiritual blessings. And I say, it is time for us to bless the blesser. It's time for us to turn back around and say to the Lord, Lord, we bless you. We praise you. We give you glory for who you are, not just for what you give us, but for who you are. We bless the Lord. And in fact, in these opening three verses, there's there's a lot to bless the Lord for. For example, in verse 1, we have our highest honor. Listen to verse 1 again. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God to the saints which are at Ephesus and to the faithful in Christ Jesus. Can I tell you what your highest honor is? The highest honor any man ever has is the honor of being identified with Jesus Christ. Paul's highest honor was Jesus Christ. The saint's highest honor, Jesus Christ. Our highest honor, Jesus Christ. That wasn't just true in Ephesus. That's true for all of us today to think that we get to be identified with the lovely name of our Lord. In fact, in verse number one, he first refers to him as Jesus Christ, and then he refers to him as Christ Jesus. Why invert those names? Well, the first begins with the name of his humanity and humility. Jesus Christ. What a beautiful name is the name of Jesus, our Savior. That's how we enter into the spiritual blessings, through the Savior. You have to be born again. And so you must know Jesus Christ. You must have your sins forgiven. You must come into a relationship with God through his Son. It's also a reminder uh, that Jesus Christ became a man without ceasing to be God, that he was tempted in all points like as we are, yet without sin. He knows what you're dealing with today, friend. He's been there. He understands. He's touched with your feelings today. But then in the second name, uh, we, we get Christ first, Christ Jesus. Well, what is this? This is the name of his resurrection. This is the name of his ascension. This is the divine title that means anointed one. It is a reminder that once you come to know Jesus as your Savior, you now have Christ as your friend. Once you know Jesus... Uh, to forgive your sins. You don't just get forgiveness of sins. He doesn't just deal with the negative. No, he brings all of God's resources to you. He is Jesus Christ. He is Christ Jesus. And our highest honor is just to be identified with his powerful name. Oh, bless the blesser today. Then in verse 2, he not only gives us our highest honor, he addresses our deepest need. Listen to verse 2. Grace be to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. What is your deepest need? Two things. You need grace and you need peace. Everybody listening to me, I'm going to tell you what you need. You need the grace of God today and you need the peace of God today. And friend, there's a divine order in that. You don't get peace first. You've got to get grace first. And when you experience the grace of God, the peace comes with it. The whole world filled with conflict and strife and contention right now is looking for Peace. But you're not going to get peace by trying to find peace. You're going to get peace by entering into the grace of God and the grace of God entering into you. Could also point out that in verse 2, he not only tells you what that uh, is that's going to meet your need, but who gives it. He says it's from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Why use both names? Because the Father is the source. James said every good and every perfect gift comes down from above, from the Father of light. So we know it's sent by the Father, but how does it get to us? It comes through the Lord Jesus Christ. We could never know grace and peace if it wasn't for Jesus. And so the Lord Jesus Christ is the great channel from heaven to earth, from God to man. Praise his name. Bless the blesser. And then, in verse number 3, he not only gives us our highest honor and meets our deepest need, but then he gives us the broadest blessings. What are the broadest blessings? Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. The broadest blessings are not things. It's not, it's not some thing, it's someone. It's the Lord himself. Uh, the greatest blessing, the broadest blessing he could possibly give is that which extends to every area of your life and continues through this world and into eternity. It's not material. It is spiritual. And so we've laid the groundwork. We've introduced the idea of all spiritual blessings. We've given a bird's-eye view of the book of Ephesians. And we've looked at the introductory verses here as Paul begins to lay the foundation And then the Holy Spirit begins to unfold for us through this beautiful book all the spiritual blessings we have in heavenly places in Christ. I'd like to challenge you to do something. I want to challenge you, class, to read ahead. Would you read ahead of me? Would you begin reading through the book of Ephesians? You may want to begin to make your own list in a journal somewhere in the margin of your Bible of all the spiritual blessings. You may want to number them as we go through. But we're going to walk through this book And we're going to make ourselves a a spiritual blessing list. But here's what I'm hoping. Not just that you'll recognize it, but you'll respond to it. Not just that you'll see it, but you will do exactly what Paul did in Ephesians 1 verse 3, and you will bless God. Let's not just ask God for more blessings. Let's not just revel in the blessings we have. Let's turn those blessings around and begin to bless the Lord. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless His holy name.
0: Isn't it amazing what God has made available for His people? Our sincere prayer is that you will discover all that God has for you and be led to true thanksgiving, worship, and praise. Join us again next time as we continue our study of the Word of God. Until then, thank you for listening. We would love to hear how God is at work in your heart and home. Visit us today at enjoyingthejourney.org.